0: okay whoa (laughs) whoa (laughs) that's right this was podcast is gonna be a funny one that's episode 83 um visceralist at gmail.com visceralist at instagram still having like a lot of up and down roller coaster with my um photos of greg
1: the Greg posts. You know? I mean, the public at large loves Greg. I think. I think anybody that watch, watches Succession loves Greg. And you yeah, the posts have been like, some of them get those, you know, upwards of fifty
0: likes. Some of yeah, them are down in single and then, digits. Then, like the next, yeah, the next week, it's like three, and there's, it's like two of them are you somehow. <laughs> <laughs> gotta gotta support. <laughs> Um. Let's get right into uh, our first segment, much beloved trifling in NYC.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Why don't you Why don't you start it off with um, the one you were talking about from uh, when we went to see Joker?
1: Yeah. So uh, so both of us witnessed this trifling. Um. Right. So actually. This, this also leads to a conversation I was having with someone else. But this is nice because – um, so we went to see Joker on Thursday and mm-hmm. at the new theater, which is becoming like our go-to
0: movie theater. Um, yeah, it's really – the location <laughs> in the Lower East Side, really convenient for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for everyone, <laughs> right? For everyone in the friend
1: group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but it's a brand new movie theater so it's still really clean the seats are comfortable Mm -hmm. um the screens are nice and you know as with most places they have the reserved seating so you don't like i still like to be there on time and see the previews but there's not that like pressure to get there like 15 minutes early to try and scout out a good seat or even like hold a seat for a friend or any of that um and so this was was that opening was that the opening night yeah so we I mean opening night and we weren't even nervous we were just like oh it's 7.30 movie like at 7.30 we like put our drink down and decided to walk into the movie theater
0: Mm Hmm. yeah it's like some classy gentlemen
1: yeah exactly you know we were drinking plastic cups there (laughs) that that was (laughs) that's what they did you know that's their policy not ours that's theirs um so we walked in we sat down surprisingly a lot of people still weren't there um the previews had just started the lights were on which was annoying Um,
0: oh yeah that's right yeah the lights (laughs) stayed on like into like two minutes into the movie which they should have they should have been down
1: yeah they should have been like three quarters of the way down for the previews then all the way down for the main feature but um so we're sitting there watching people come in fill the rest of the seats and um we notice a young woman. She's she's like two – well, there's that big walkway, probably like two rows ahead of us, right? There's the walkway, and then there's like the lower level. And mm-hmm. she's going down the aisle. She started at the far end and then started working her way towards us and then towards the door. But we just see her keep talking to people. Um, yeah, so and like-
0: <laughs> just to clarify a bit, like we're in like a middle row. And then there's like I guess the wheelchair access row was two rows ahead of us. Yeah.
1: So and then instead there was of like being like a row of mini consistent stairs. seats,
0: instead of being a row of consistent seats, there's like gaps. There's so there'll be two seats and then a gap for wheelchair access. And that's oh, yeah. the row she yeah. was talking to people on, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Similar experience when we saw was that was that Avengers? Yes. So we were in that row. So. She's starting at the far end, at the wall, working her way back to the door, just talking to people. And it looks – we can't exactly see what she's – well, obviously, we're not close enough, so we couldn't hear what she was saying. But right. whatever she was trying to do, people weren't with it, so they keep – you know, so she keeps moving on to the next. And then she works her way almost directly in front of us, and we still can't hear her. But from the way that she's moving and the way the people are moving, the two guys, and they're looking around – it's like she was trying to somehow negotiate getting their <laughs> seats, <laughs> like, <laughs> like almost like, "Hey, can you guys move over, or can you move over one? Is somebody sitting here? Then I can sit here. My friend can sit there." But it, mm-hmm. it was just so confusing because everyone has an assigned seat, and it's like <laughs> right. it's, at one point I think the two of us were like, "Does she even have a ticket?" Like it was, <laughs> it was so weird. And then she sat down in that space. That it, like the wide space, like a seat for um where a wheelchair, a person in a wheelchair would put their wheelchair, and she just right. sat there for mm-hmm. like half of the previews after those dudes denied her final offer, whatever she was offering. And right. I think you and I were like, if she offered us, you know, any decent amount of money, we would have just gone to the next <laughs> next screening. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, yeah, um, so then. I can't really tell what she did. But then she was standing in the entrance to the theater, looking at her phone and just scanning the theater. Like, I, I, I don't know what she was going for at all. I guess she was trying to get a seat. Maybe she was trying to buy someone's seat. Or, like, it, it was just confusing because she never, nobody else ever came and met her. And it, it was sold out. Maybe she didn't. She was like such a fan she felt like she needed to see it that day it was odd Real odd. yeah but i like, don't know why she didn't move back and talk to anybody else like you know if she would have talked to us and you know, maybe things would have been different
0: well yeah i mean we and we were in the right in the middle and like the the row she was asking people like the first first of all it's like you know, there had been like warnings and reports, not, not really reports, but just warnings. There was a general sense of unease around the screenings of this for, uh, you know,
1: yeah, that's true. There were tons of police officers. There's
0: there. a lot of cops there. And so just, I, you know, we were on, on edge or just kind of on the lookout and that maybe that's even putting it too strong, but like someone doing something weird, like she was and the. the thing that made it really weird is she had a weird face Uh, not not that her face was weird it was her (laughs) fresh her particular expression as she was talking to people was one of sort of like yearning and confusion and still like pressuring them to do something it was really that's what caught me off guard because it messed you up (laughs) if, if you're trying to get someone's seat or like asking hey can you move over And their response is, well, it's all assigned seats. That should be the end of it. Right? Right.
1: There's no more conversation there.
0: And, but she kept going on. So with each pair of seats, she was having like, must have been at least a three to four minute conversation, right?
1: Yeah. That conversations were way too long.
0: Yeah. And, and then when, yeah, when she got to the guys who were directly in front of us, the, then it was like a five minute conversation. Like this was how go, throughout the entire preview session. Like segment. Yeah, and the,
1: all the pre- I couldn't even focus on the previews. And I love the previews. exactly. And, like and she just distracted me.
0: Yeah, and you left me and our other friend just so you could hustle into the theater to get to watch these previews, and I know. she fucked it all up for you. <laughs> you threw your you th- threw your plastic cup of half finished beard at somebody I was and, like, and ran
1: 730? in. Thirty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, and so she, she threw up, and then, like, yeah, so she had that conversation, then she sat down, so she was, like, yeah, below, we, she couldn't was on really, the ground. we couldn't really see her, and then she went to the entrance, and you're, yeah, you're right, she was scanning the entrance, and at any moment, I expected, like, like, she sort of look like, uh, like, European, and I expected some tall, like, French-looking dude to show up, and I don't know why I had to be <laughs> tall, but... He, some someone that I was going to be annoyed at immediately was going to show <laughs> up, and then song. and then they were going to redo like
1: <clears throat> this He's like, no, 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 no. Let, let me do it this yeah. time, and I'll <laughs> <Yeah>. show you. <laughs>
0: yeah, Jacques is going to come in and like let let people play. Let this is a job for a man. Uh, <laughs> to take over, be equally unsuccessful. This is
1: a job for a man
0: is um so yeah that was that was weird and it was never resolved we don't know what she maybe she just disappeared maybe we maybe she was a ghost or something Hmm. you know that that lot that they build this theater on used to be a diner but then also like a parking lot so I don't know if maybe she was in a car accident in the parking lot and her ghost is haunting the theater that's a pretty good one (laughs) wrong <laughs> and she's looking she's actually looking for keys so she's like do you have the keys to my car can you help me look around Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> spooky Ooh. um yeah so let me let me get to i'll do mine um so i think i'll do a, a couple quick ones so this is a greyhound petting story that i alluded to last time and essentially <clears throat> I think I I was, I went out, I was, I was in my room in my apartment on Friday night and I hadn't planned well about what I wanted to eat and for like for dinner. And so it it, like 11 PM rolled around. I still hadn't eaten anything. And, you know, by then, like, you know, my block at the Lower East Side gets pretty crowded and starts to no, it's not Buckwild at eleven. That usually comes in at like one thirty or so. But right, it's definitely annoying. So I was debating even going out. It's like maybe I should just go to sleep. You can do that—that that depressing thing. Well, what did you have for dinner? I I had sleep for dinner. That
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, no, it got too late, so then I just went to sleep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um But no, I, I wanted something, so I was like, okay, maybe I can just go to, to uh, the deli and and get a sandwich, and so did that i got all got all dressed up three-piece suit um went downstairs and i was walking up my walking up my block and i see a dude and this definitely looked like uh, a marginally tough looking dude who had a greyhound dog with him and no leash on the dog like the dog was was walking next to him but i get really annoyed at people walking around the city with dogs not on a leash especially like <laughs> fucking 11 p.m. in lower east side there's cars everywhere, there's people everywhere you don't know yeah. if, the, if the dog's gonna get scared and run off and now look
1: that's true
0: that da- dog carcass you gotta deal with um no, I, just, I don't, I am a dog lover so I'm not <clears throat> I mean, no, sensitive. but that, that's
1: true, I mean the, and those sidewalks get crowded like someone could kick the, all, all types of things could happen Exactly. So, bunch of brolos come out, and they're like, oh, the- look at the, the dog's got no hair! Look at him!" Ooh. And then, like, who knows? The next thing you know, they're surrounding you. You're in a circle. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, bro,
0: let me pet your dog, bro. So, we'll, we'll get to that. So, anyway, I think actually I made two stops. Or no, I think I think what happened. I'm trying to remember what happened. Essentially, because. Basically, what happened, So I was walking up my street. I crossed paths with him. I checked it. In my mind, I gave a disapproving um, glare. I didn't do that in real life, of course, because this dude did look pretty tough. And so, <laughs> so I think I, I actually started walking in the direction of this cheesesteak place nearby. And then I maybe made it two blocks, and at some point I'm like, you know what? I, I don't want to walk this far. It's too crowded, busy. Let me just go to my original plan of going to the deli so i i turned back and i walked towards the deli and uh just outside the entrance of the deli was this guy and his dog again and they were just standing outside the deli and but they were right in front of the entrance right so i had to pass them again and as i pass The dog is kind of just friendly. He's like looking at me, like kind of sniffing, just slightly making like a hesitant step towards me. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, oh, it's a nice dog. I I reach in to pet him. Just quick, you know, nuzzle behind the ears. And dude slaps my hand, slaps my (laughs) arm out of the way. (laughs) And then he looks at me. I I look at him. He's like, nah, nah, don't do that. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm, like, oh my okay, God. I'm immediately like, oh, okay, um, I'm sorry. And I just go in. But I'm I'm thinking, like, really, dude, like you're walking around with this this animal on an off of leash. I'm just trying to be nice. And he smacks me like I'm the one who's doing the inappropriate dog nah, behavior do here. <laughs> yeah, it was really took a turn because oh, like, he gonna be that out and like, yeah, no, I'm rolling with my my buddy here. No leashes for him. That's my friend. I'm gonna put a leash on my friend. Come on. Oh,
1: there was no explanation. Like, no, he has, he has like some kind of condition or something. People shouldn't touch him.
0: Yeah, if there's any sort of issue that people should be around if he's skittish, you know, uh, then it seems like putting him on a leash when you're walking around, I don't know, the, one of the busiest cities in the world, um, is is a given and sort of obvious. Damn. I smacked yeah. your hand. He, put, he, he It wasn't a, like a hard, quick smack, but it was definitely like, no. before, And it was, he did it really quick, too, so I didn't even touch the dog. Because he was already <laughs> intercepted my arm with his big forearm. He,
1: he was eyeballing you. He was like, "Oh, this guy wants to pet."
0: Yeah, because he probably saw me happening. looking at the dog, smiling, going in for the pet. And now uh, he's yeah he, he he hit that like Jalen Ramsey interception. Um, had yeah, me called out anyway. What like whatever, dude. I'm over it. Uh, Man,
1: that is... uh, <laughs> ...traumatic a little bit. I don't know, so... Th- <laughs> did you say anything? You just walked away like,
0: all right. No, I mean, that's wasn't... I wasn't in the mood for any kind of a confrontation. I just... I was I was really surprised, and so I was sort of thrown, and I was just like, okay, let me continue my original mission. I don't know, what, what would you have done?
1: Uh, I just would have been confused. I would have given them a confused look, and then probably been like, you just... Kept walking, like, oh, okay, yeah. then I guess,
0: like, the fuck, was that? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. So, I, and it's, okay, so that we're done there. Um, <laughs> that, wow, that was a terrible transition. But I just want to do this next trifling. And this is actually me putting a request out to our listeners, if you have any way, because this is something. You know how you know people say once something's online, it exists there forever. But there's yeah. still some stuff out there that is hard to track down, and there's stuff, you know, <clears throat> that I remember seeing, um, like here and there, that I've rem- been reminded of and tried to track down, like video clips um, that I'm going to describe uh, in this case. And I just can't find. And I'm, you know, I'm a fairly savvy internet user. Not, you know, not as good as the kids these days are at everything. Right. Got these young people in my office who are like, whatever you need, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave that there. Um. Yeah. But so there's two clips that if anyone out there knows how to track down, that'd be great. Um. First one, and I'm not even sure I'm remembering this correctly, but I seem to remember when this relates to Eminem before he came out there was like an or before he was big like MTV did like um some sort of profile on him like a general like like i think my name is had had come I had been out by then okay and they did like um a series just just like a 30 minute package on introducing a new artist or whatever and i i'm pretty sure they interviewed missy Elliott during this interview piece and she was talking and like it was footage from like well before he was famous and she was basically saying like there's this this young this new boy this dude who's rapper from detroit and he's gonna blow everybody away like you may not expect it but he's gonna be like the biggest thing and it was really fascinating because like like i had no no one had any idea how big eminem was gonna be It. At- that point yeah but she like called it she spotted it and she there's i i swear to god that i can remember i can picture her i think she's wearing something purple and she was talking about eminem well before the fame and i just want to find that clip because it was really cool that she was and so who, sad who did you say spot was on.
1: doing the interview who was it with
0: i don't know who like she was just talking to someone off camera it might have been like her talking about her album and then sidebarring to just mention, oh by the way, there's this new kid from Detroit, Eminem, and he's blown up. Like, and then MTV just had this footage laying around, and they decided to insert it into the larger Eminem piece. Right. You know. Um. So, so you want to that. find that? If yes, yes, I'm insisting that our listeners find it. <laughs> <laughs> so this
1: would be like 1994.
0: Oh no, probably like 97. 97. Because his first oh, yeah, album yeah, came yeah. out in 99. That was. Right, right, right. So, uh, at gmail.com if you can find it. The second clip is more recent. It's from around 2007. And it's about. It involves this, another rapper, This in this case, uh, one named Riff Raff. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. where, where, where's this gonna go
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this involves a so riffraff for people to know he's a, he's maybe his biggest claim to fame is that he inspired uh james franco's character from spring breakers uh the movie spring not breakers. according to james franco yeah but okay i know i know <laughs> 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 okay sure hey, he can be some people were wrong, you know. Whatever, it definitely did. I'm I'm going out there and saying that. <laughs> but anyway, yes, he's sort of like just a jackass rapper who kind of he was his first. He was first on a dating show that was it was some MTV like or no no it was like from G's to Gents. That's right. And I I only knew about it because Jamie Foxx's production company like produced the show and. I believe Fonsworth Bentley was like the host, uh, and it was about cleaning up like kind of jet, ja- like jackass no name rappers, and so Riff Raff was on there, and he is, I mean, he's a super, he's a really tall dude who wears like bright colored braid dye, like br- dyed braid hair. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> can you describe him? As well, I just <laughs> he's, he's got a lot of
1: braids, you know. He's wears like gold fronts, tall, lank dude. From, yeah. from, from like southern, I don't know where he's from Houston. I was gonna say Southern Florida. I, he's not from Florida. Oh,
0: I'm pretty sure he's from Houston. Okay, but yeah, so, that's riff Yeah, so he um, there's so Village Voice did some sort of profile on him like a, years ago, from like 2007, maybe 2010, because he he did subsequently become he started putting out a bunch of mixtapes for whatever reason. And, you know, just through pers- consistency or persistence, like he sort of developed like a quasi, you know, legit rep. Anyway, this has nothing to do with that village voice track, track down a YouTube clip of him. Cause he was, he, I guess he uploaded a bunch of YouTube clips when he was up and coming, just him, just freestyling over stuff and just doing stuff. And I, he is from Houston because He was really, I know, because he was really into chop and screw. Okay. Music. And there's a video clip that I watched that was, like, linked in the, embedded in this article of him doing, like, a real-time chop and screw freestyle rap that he made up. So, chop and screw means, uh for those who don't know, is, like, the, it's a normal song, usually a rap song, that is slowed down and, like. Certain clips from it are repeated. It's hard to describe. Just go YouTube search it. But he was like freestyling, not slowed down or anything. But he was mimicking a chop and screw rap, but in real time. And it was he. So he was like, "Yo, I'm going to the bank, bank, bank. Going to the bank, 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 bank. Get some gang, gang. Get some, get some. Going to the bank." Like he was like. Do you get it? Like, is that? I I, I, get this it. is a really and hard I, concept to describe. And
1: it's, its like, um, this sounds like it could be like really cringeworthy to watch. Well, that's the thing.
0: No, it was really good. It was like amazingly good, and he was clearly so—you could tell that he's actually really talented. Hmm. And I've subsequently been able to find this article, but the embed links are dead. Like they're down, and I can't find any other ones. So that's where I'm at.
1: Okay, so you want Riff Raff, chop and screw freestyle. Yeah. And Missy Elliott talking about pre-famous Eminem. Correct. All right.
0: Word, word <laughs> is out
1: there. Word is word is on the street.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's officially in the ether. Um and speaking of ether, let's transition to <laughs> succession. I said, Where's this going? <laughs> yeah, now there's this Nas clip. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's cover episodes eight and nine of uh season two. Um, listeners, we're gonna the, because the finale drops or airs tonight, we're gonna try to do a review of that hopefully not have to make you guys wait two weeks but you know we'll see we'll work that out and we'll get back to you and so in the meantime stay on the riffraff and the missing thing okay
1: <laughs> 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 get back to us as soon as possible about
0: this yeah okay so so episode eight was about the logan roy um would you call a gala gala event can like celebrating logan roy 50 years of it was 50 years of of the company right or just what were they celebrating
1: um i'm trying to remember if it was 50 i guess it was 50 years of the company it was more like they were just celebrating him but i guess his establishment Mm -hmm. of the of the company yeah Um, and he, so, anyway, he and they went to, is, where was the, what was the name of that place they went to? It um, started with it, Dundee,
0: Dundee, right? Dundee, Scotland. Oh, right. God. Yeah. So this, that's right. So that's where he was born and raised and he's having a really hard time being back there. He doesn't really enjoy it because he's, I mean, he's got a lot of memories about his tough upbringing, which, you know, is he an unreliable narrator? Maybe it wasn't so tough because the house he, they, they show the house he grew up in. And it looks to be a fairly normal house for I don't know a working class family. It's not like yeah you know, a shack in, in the middle of a swamp. You it didn't an alligator, right? It Scottish didn't look, alligators it, and Loch Ness it, it, monster it, b- biting his ass. If I we say, to run from it,
1: <laughs> Ness, That's how he described it Nessie in there like chase them around. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's that? Chase on the on the ground on the land by Loch Ness monster. That's pretty bad. <laughs> that would be a bad upbringing were it true.
1: Yeah, it didn't um didn't seem that bad. I mean that the I mean I guess looks can be deceiving, but the house looked fine. Um yeah. and I guess, you know, he's created like his own origin story and I think it's been mentioned uh, like briefly a couple times like little one-liners like the kids have said things or people have said things like oh yeah listen to him like he was raised in a sewer by alligators or something <laughs> but it's, but it's yeah. like <laughs> like somebody said something yeah. like that not exactly like that but it was right like, yeah. right but yeah this didn't yeah. look like that and i'm curious too like what oh, i think
0: sorry just move like, your mic a yeah. little bit uh, further up
1: what is um yeah that's cool what's the deal with him and, him and his his brother right how did his brother get so wealthy as well were they in it together then yeah. they split
0: or yeah let's well so, so his brother yeah so the you were you were actually right i think you predicted that the brother was going to circle back somehow and yeah he's played by james cromwell um pretty famous character actor um and, yeah, I was wondering about that, too, because later, like, he, the brother shows up, he talks to Greg, and he's, like, basically, like, saying to, to Greg, I don't like that you're working for this company. Um, you should think about leaving because they're pure evil. And I think he says, like, this company, if you think about, like, the its contributions to climate change and, like, you know, toxic politics, uh, you can make the argument that... Uh, he's worse than Hitler. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, dude. Like, damn. I get that you're angry, but, um, but he basically he gives Greg the ultimatum of, you know, I, I'm, you're in my will now, and you stay, you stand to inherit two hundred fifty million, but I'm making it contingent on you leaving the company, right? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, the question is how he has 250 million to leave to like one of his grand, like, so he must be worth billions. How did he get all that money? I
1: don't know. Do you have a theory? They they haven't said it at all. So, I think their story is right. They left Scotland and they both went to Canada, right? And he, he stayed in Canada. And then Logan did, you know, whatever Logan did. So, maybe they like started it together and then just from like him being on the board and all of his stock options he just became rich doing nothing like i, I don't i don't
0: really know i have to imagine that yeah because <clears throat> sorry in season 1 he does have board votes that they show yeah. you know when Kendall's trying to wrangle all that whole thing um so i i assume it's something like that he must have a, a big stake in in Waystar Royco um because he's got, if he's giving Greg two hundred and fifty million, presumably as other people in his will. Like, yeah, he's got to be worth billions, I would imagine.
1: See, but this is—it's so confusing to me because now, like, if he had that so so much money, why was Greg's mom so pressed for him to get in with these people?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you're right. In season one, she like I think in the first episode they have that phone call with Greg between Greg and his mom where she's like, yeah, get in good with them. There's opportunities there. Essentially. Yeah.
1: yeah I, I don't know if that, that, you know, those storylines are confusing to me,
0: but I know he, he hates him now. He hates his ass. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I have a note that I took and again, I'm still terrible at taking notes during the episode. So they just write <laughs> shit down with no context, <laughs> but I have, I wrote down, Shiv's fuck boy, which I believe is the actor that she hooked up with. Is that right? Isn't
1: there probably because he was there and he walked over and she's like, mm. he's he's all like, "Hey, how you doing?" She's getting the cold yeah. shoulder.
0: Tom knew immediately. In
1: Tom, fact, was Tom was, like, was right That's there. That's him. That's him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's mm, harsh, man. Tom's really going through it in these two episodes. <laughs> I know. Poor, poor Tom. Damn, he's getting
1: worked ever yeah, since the uh that pierce dinner he's been getting worked over
0: yeah i'm like if I, he needs a vacation just go somewhere <laughs> on his own just somewhere nice get away from this crazy family yeah um so there's that i have little blonde goblin which uh, was an insult used to describe Rea. Um oh who said that one? Roman or or her Shiv? Yeah, it would be good if I had written that part down to like we could actually discuss that comment. <laughs> <laughs> but I do I do know what this one is about. It was Roman to marry Jerry. And then yeah, so he he went to her hotel room and do you, do you remember this like he was they were had a business brief business talk, but then he's like yeah, and um I don't know, like uh uh, we get. We should get married. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I don't. I don't get. I don't know. Was he serious?
0: I think he was, because I think he is sort of in love with her, and he doesn't. He wants. I think he wants. You know, to he wants to sort of legitimize. He wants a relationship with her. He, he's getting his sexual needs met through her. their like phone talk or whatever. Uh, but he really likes her. He respects her, but he's learning, learning more about her business acumen and he respects her and he wants to solidify that more, I guess, but he doesn't really know how to say that because he's emotionally damaged, but also like, you know, she's quite a bit older. Um, and he doesn't know what to do. That's so that's my take on why a, his marriage proposal is legit and B why it came out so awkwardly, but I don't know. What do you think?
1: I can't tell with him anymore, but there have been a handful of times where he's mentioned things like they were talking before and like, you can't tell if it's serious or joking. I think they had talked about like being together or oh yeah, married and he was like, yeah. And then, you know, what would everybody say? And she was like, no one would like it. I was like, no one would approve. So- <laughs> like it's, 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 yeah. They're weird together. And she was it zipping is... up his pants that day. And-
0: yeah. Ugh. I don't know. I mean, I want, I do actually like Jerry quite a bit and I want, I want this to work. Like I'm scared, like in the finale, something bad is going to ha- really happen to her. Or she's going to, I mean, she's look, she's totally complicit in all of the malfeasance and stuff. Cause she's been right. She's been ride or die, but she knows about shit. Yeah. And she's just coming up with plans to def- deflect and et cetera, instead of taking responsibility. But I do so I do still like her. I think she's ultimately sorta of, sorta of decent person, I guess. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> sort of decent person, I guess. Sort of decent. <laughs> out of well, okay. That's in their
1: universe, yeah. Out of everyone, she's like probably the most decent one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um so we have that and then of course Cannot leave without discussing L to the OG. Oh, man. L to the OG. That is which,
1: like, so spot on. Like, somebody, like, like, oh, you know that, that's, what that's do you happened mean? a lot of times at, like, some party like that, when some of these rich guys party, like, <laughs> you know.
0: Is something rich people do? Is that what you said?
1: Yeah. You know that's real. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Man, they this show is so good because a it's almost it, it was aggressively cringeworthy uh-huh. and they played they played the whole song and it it is so good. You're right, because this is something like Kendall kind of feeling himself and doing like a rap parody and which is like. It's supposed to be a serious event, so I am undercutting it. Look how cool I am by doing oh rap music. Oh my god, look how I am dressed. <laughs> Yankees rap music, Jersey, what? <laughs> and then it's but like the actor's performance was so amazing in delivering like this cringy awkwardness, but still going for it. You know,
1: I mean, it's so, you know what's funny. I it, this may have been like a. Curb your enthusiasm, type of filming, because some of those reactions look 100% genuine. Like they are laughing and shocked. What the hell is yeah. happening?
0: <laughs> yeah, I yeah I had to look away. I couldn't. Oh, I I, I
1: looked away. Yeah.
0: I mean, wondering. I didn't. I didn't fast forward, but I was definitely thinking about it, especially when I could see that they were actually going to go through a whole two verse rap song with a hook. <laughs> and everything and i'm not entirely sure. i heard somewhere when i was reading about it that is it is it did they use the beat from an existing like nwa song or something um i did not notice i thought it was maybe totally made up but i guess it would it would be make more sense if i guess we could have looked this up but um sorry i didn't do my homework listeners oh, oh i'm defensive oh i'm the one who's defensive okay no 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 listeners you okay go find those clips Anyway, <laughs> um,
1: bring me my riff raffy yeah.
0: <laughs> That is, I do get angry. All right, because I listen to tons of podcasts. It is frustrating when they have these and um, podcasters have these um, this imaginary battle in their head with like, oh, I know I'm going to get comments on this, but like, dude, you should be so grateful that anyone listens to your dumbass talking <laughs> about movies or whatever bullshit you got going on. So fuck shut the fuck off and entertain me. Anyway. <laughs> moving <laughs> back. <laughs> um, shut the fuck up and make my life more bearable. Ooh, that took a turn. Um, all right. But yeah, so th- I don't know. Like this actor, oh, fuck, I should really look this up. I'm going to look it up. He's a really you talk, Um, I he forgot to even look it.
1: I forgot to see all if he was nominated movie. for an Emmy. I know he didn't well, win. For last
0: season, you mean? Yeah. That I don't know.
1: I'm going to check it out. But, um... <clears throat> um
0: Jeremy like Strong. How, uh, Jeremy Strong is his name. It's like he was in Zero Dark Thirty. The Big Short, that's right. I remember him from that. Oh, he went to Yale? Oh, shit. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> He's in Lincoln. More recently, Serenity? What? Again, like, this is like when I looked up Gre- the actor who plays Greg, like his credits. I'm like, what are these movies? I don't know. Okay, whatever. Anyway, go ahead. I liked how uh,
1: <clears throat> Shiv Shiv was like, yeah, go ahead. Make, make Rhea. The uh, CEO after after right. they came up with after they were like yeah it's gonna be a shitstorm for the new CEO she was like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm.
0: okay All right. yeah so that was <laughs> you look, look yes that's right because the report I think was it they found out that they were gonna be subpoenaed to testify in Congress which was and, the, be a, and the
1: dude was taken yeah no amount of money imagine you offer someone $20 dollars $20 to shut the fuck up and they're like
0: no yeah I mean either well yes so they made a big offer and like they assume that it's because whoever this is is being funded by stewie and um who's the other dude steph Yeah.
1: did you say stewie
0: and steph i did say that but what is it
1: (laughs) now i don't remember his name stewie and
0: stewie and stephen curry right
1: Oh man, I don't remember the guy's name. Stewie
0: and the old guy. Um,
1: Yeah, because he hardly shows up anymore. It's only Stewie, like representing the takeover crew,
0: right? Um. So the implication is that this guy is being funded by them, or maybe he's just standing on the courage of his. Or somebody.
1: You know what I read somewhere is that people think it's the brother as well.
0: I do suspect it's the brother too. Just the, the the just the heavy-handed way in which they inserted him into this episode, and just uh-huh. he's just shitting all over Logan and his company. Um, oh yeah, it's and it's interesting that they. It doesn't seem like the family has considered that, possibly like they haven't discussed. Oh, maybe it's him. Like it seems obvious. Maybe
1: right at the end when he really was like, "Yeah, you'll." he came real heavy at the end. What did he yeah. say? Like he said something pay like, for this. You'll be in hell. or <laughs> I don't know, but it was harsh.
0: It was definitely harsher than you'll be in hell. Like a hell might've been involved in the, in the slam that he delivered to Logan at the end of the episode, but that was the least of it. It was something bad. Um, so we can move on to episode nine, which hopefully I am looking through my notes. Right, the testimony, Tom's testimony. Oof, and like as the the note I have on that is, shit got real. This is no longer a dramedy. This is just straight drama. Because although I was laughing as Tom was getting roasted by um, Senator laughing. Gill, like he, man, he, I did feel for him because he was. It seemed like it was interesting because it seemed like their their plan was to lay it all on this guy Bill who is tom's tom was bill's successor in the role of the person yeah. who so knew, he, yeah, would be bill responsible told for tom the,
1: everything
0: yeah who would be responsible for the knowledge about you know the cruise line malfeasance um and we saw that in season 1 bill was like yeah like you i'm telling you this i mean what tom should have done is just ran when bill started telling him he should have ran out of that room so that he could legitimately say like i think bill did this intentionally like he saw this all laid out which is why oh he
1: he knew because what did he say he's like i'm creating this word document i'm gonna print this and then not save it and delete it so and then he's like i'm not gonna write anything down because i don't want my handwriting to be on here but you're gonna read
0: this yeah oh that's right (laughs) that was in season one right when he revealed it what did he do he wrote it in a word doc and then didn't save it that's brilliant
1: yeah, he wrote it and yeah, he typed it in the Word doc, didn't save it, printed it out and he's like, and that's it, that's all the information. He's like, you I don't want my, my handwriting won't be on anything without Can you saving print
0: stuff without saving?
1: Yeah. I think so, but then, you know, if you what about like your auto saves, you know.
0: Well, does office
1: save settings and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Huh, yeah, it's not a, yeah, I, I especially if you send it through a network printer. Or maybe right. it was if it was just a desk printer. I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to think if that is actually the perfect way of doing that. But the thing is, yeah, once he Tom knows, there's no going back. So anyway, my 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 little conspiracy theory is that although Tom was in the room for the planning session for this the con- con- congressional testimony, which took up the bulk of episode nine, um, and Tom was in the room when they were talking about let's throw Bill under the bus and leave it at there I think they still sent him out to the wolves because I think I think they must have had a sense that he was going to get worked by senator gill and be in because they didn't prepare him so they knew he'd look bad so maybe like they didn't want to say yes all bill and also tom because but it seems obvious like of course bill okay because the sentence are gonna be like okay it's this guy bill all right and who took over his role like, that's the first question that's going to come out. So it's obvious that Tom's going to catch something. Yeah, uh, I mean, they couldn't –
1: I I agree. I think um, that perhaps there was some – excuse me. There was a, a plan behind the plan, like you're saying, to mm-hmm. really have Tom go down. Because no matter what, even even if they did put everything on Bill, but then, you know, the assumption is that Bill is one of those people that's like, nah. If I, it's not gonna just be me going Mm -hmm. down. Fuck that. Yeah, (laughs) like then Tom automatically goes down. He's like, yeah, I told his ass. I told him
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah, Bill is clearly very savvy and yeah, he threatened the like, it's funny. They had this after party for giving congressional uh, testimony about your company being evil. They still have this after party and, and Bill threatened. He's like, he goes up to Logan. He's like, yeah, you know, lots of crazy shit happened. I could write a book about it. Should yeah, I? yeah. I was like, Should ooh, I? ooh, these, I
1: was like, these guys, ruthless. He's like, yeah, so many things. I have, I have a great memory. I'm thinking about writing a memoir, you know? you know. Yeah, <laughs> oh, exactly. Fuck you.
0: Choke you out right now. <laughs> that would be great if he just threw his dream down and lunged at him. He went straight to the neck. Yeah. <laughs> Um,
1: oh man, yeah, Tom. Oh my gosh, you know, and the details it, of Tom's test—they were so good. The details were—it's like you emailed you emailed Craig like six hundred thirty-five times in yeah. an hour. Did, yeah. you Did you do it? Did you do it? Did you do it? Did you do it?
0: Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. All between the hours of three and five a.m.
1: What is so special? Do you remember? He's like, no. He's like. Well, you sent the same email to Greg, Gregory Hirsch, 500 times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the way that the, the camera shot was set up, like facing Tom, but with Greg just sort of also in focus to his rear left. So like, yeah. I know Greg. Greg must have literally pissed his pants as soon as his name popped out. <laughs>
1: And then they said, Do you know Gregory Hirsch? His first reaction is no. No, I don't know Greg.
0: He saw Ed Greg's eyes pop out of his sockets and and (laughs) explode.
1: Oh jeez, yeah. Tom got roasted. Then I actually felt bad for him because then he was just like, well, "What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that?" Yeah, was like, well, it's exactly what they planned on happening.
0: Yeah, that's see, that's why, like, when he came back into that main planning room and was freaking out, and everyone else was fairly calm, like that makes me yeah. suspect that it was they sort of knew that this was going to happen. Like, not that they knew the line of questions that Senator Gill was going to deliver, but they must've just put two and two together cause they're good at this sort of shit. And yeah, that was, that was a great scene. I might just rewatch that scene, just that scene before watching the finale. Um, but yeah, yeah. Tom got it. And then I will say I wrote a note. So Logan goes out with Kendall and it was, there was a weird moment there when Logan in the midst of being questioned sort of throws Kendall under the bus but then sort of acts a little bit like senile old man, and then Kendall just steps in, and he delivered, like, some, sort of talking about ether, like,
1: mm-hmm. to Spencer mm-hmm. Gill,
0: and I wrote Ken- the no- Kendall came through. The note I wrote down for that was, like, get him, Kendall. Fuck Bernie, get money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Kendall Ken was good. Kendall was good.
0: Yeah, like, I was getting, like, goosebumps because, like, I think there's a level of it that's just, like, Sticking up for your family, like your family's being attacked. No fuck everybody else. Don't touch my family. Don't touch my dad. I'm I'm putting all my intellect together to fucking take you down, you bitch ass. <laughs> 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 it was. Hard. It's great. I was, this show makes you root yeah. for these characters who are so terrible. Oh yeah, they suck. <laughs> but yeah, I love but, that but, moment. Oh, but what is so? That was a question
1: that you had just mentioned it. So, what actually did happen to Logan? Did he like freeze up? Like, what was that?
0: I think he was. I think he was acting. I think acting? play acting, and sort of like they were um, coached earlier to just eat up as much time as possible, which and he was
1: t- doing. He did that like a little bit, I mean, just like mumbling with no <laughs> no end game. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He does have a good, like, we didn't mention it from episode eight, but like when Kendall introduced the actor, the actress that, uh, he was dating and flew out to Scotland and then dropped like a, like a, like a sack of, uh, boy. (laughs) Oh, I'm in it now. Um, but yeah, (laughs) I think just discarded, like, man, what a dick. Um, but when he introduced her to Logan, and his response was kind of like, just to say, like, he, he does this a lot throughout this the show, is like, when he doesn't want to talk to someone and wants to blow them off, he'll sort of look off to the side and say some non sequitur, and yes. then just leave it, and then the person will just kind of walk away, which is it's pretty effective. <laughs>
1: it is pretty effective. I mean, it doesn't work like in front of Congress, but...
0: No. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> not going to fly. Oh. Um,
1: Yeah, she was terrible, and then he was making fun of her to Shiv, Uh, and then... Who, wait, what? He was, yeah, remember him and Shiv had that moment talking about it, he's like, "Mm." He said, I don't even remember what the exact phrase was, I should have wrote it down.
0: Logan and Shiv?
1: Yeah, he was, he called her like, not a dingbat, or something, something like that, like a space cadet or something.
0: Okay. Um yeah so so that happened. then it turns out they're gonna have a woman who worked for like worked on the cruise line and was uh, I guess harassed uh, pretty intensely. She's set to testify and Shiv goes to try to convince her not to, which uh, that talk about cringeworthy man that shit, oh gosh
1: i I had a hard time watching that I, like, I, I, watch
0: I really it. did too. That was. Man, like, you feel for that, that woman, like, and it's it, an interesting acting choice. or Maybe di- she was directed to do this, but they're in a playground. Shiv confronts her. She knows who Shiv is, but she looks, she's looked, that, that woman's looking around uh-huh. and turning around and looking for someone else. Like, if, if like my read on it was that she's like, does Shiv have some security here? Is someone filming this moment? Like... Um, you know, what's going on? Why am I being confronted by this person who I'm family of, I'm gonna testify against? Like that must be terrifying. So I, I get it. Yeah. But.
1: Well I think she'd been harassed already.
0: Yes. And I think and you know, a less looking. like a lesser show like a like I don't know, Law and Order S V U maybe, um, would have just been like had the the like the woman testifying in this moment be like super focused and like Yeah, that's right. I am. Like it's, this is why the show is so good. It's, they get these new little nuanced moments that make it feel so real, but it's still, there's still a really compelling storyline and Shiv ultimately gets what she wants, not through pressure, but I don't know, kind of talking her through what would like, what's likely to happen, which is in some way feels even more evil. Yeah. The whole, the whole thing felt evil, but I,
1: I did like, you know, the acting was great. And I really liked that scene right before in the car. Like Shiv didn't want to do it. Ray mm-hmm. was like, "You don't have to do this." She's like, "I'm not going out there, and you don't have to either." And right. it goes back to what you just said. Like even with Kendall, where it's like she was like, "No, nah, it's my family. Like I, I got to do this shit. Yeah, like, we got to shut it down." Like she's like, "I hate this." She's like, "But I have to." She's like, "I'm going going out there, representing the roy's up in
0: this bitch." <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah she 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 represented that i mean that's you know it's it's you know when you look back on your life it, there are key it's a series of choice you wonder how you got to where i don't know what larger point i'm trying to make here but like there's moments like that that you make choices that then affect everything else going forward in in one way or the other and You know, it's people like, tend to like things to be black or white or to, to even be pressed to a point where you have to make one choice or the other, it makes it a little easier. There's always, but there's usually some sort of nuance and there's usually like a third, fourth or fifth option that you can take, but it's almost easier to be like, well, I'm forced to be in this role. I can choose to get out of the car or not. Well... Getting out means I'm helping my family. Staying in means I'm not. Well, that's it. But in reality, no, there are more choices. There's different things you can do. There's different things you can work. You could just accept accountability. You know, that's always a choice.
1: Yeah, that part, like, I don't, I don't, yeah, I guess, I mean, the worst that could happen is people could go to jail, right?
0: Yeah, Probably. I don't think any
1: of the Roys would. Kendall, maybe. I feel like Kendall knew a lot. I don't know. I I can't tell how much I can't tell how much Logan actually
0: knew. Oh, yeah, because when they do like actually sort of. Yeah, that's right. Because he's like, it's all made up. It's all. Well, there's some stuff. Yeah. You know, I can't can't tell. He does. I feel like Kendall. I think I think Logan knows a lot, like basically everything.
1: Then, then no real person involved. That shit was like heartbreaking.
0: Yeah, like they had, they had, they had an acronym for when, for when, like you know, laborers or whatever died mysteriously. And the acronym is like having an acronym for that thing is one thing, but to have the acronym be no real person involved, like to have a diss yeah. at, at a migrant worker, real like, person, god oh. damn. Mm. That was hard. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the last part that I wrote down was the blood sacrifice thing. Is what everyone on the internet's talking about. Who's going to be the blood sacrifice that Logan mentions? Oh, it's Tom. Uh, I don't know. I've seen a lot. I mean, that seems like a.
1: I haven't looked at anything. I I okay. usually don't until. I don't even know. I actually you know what this is a funny show because I don't I think I only talk to you about it. I don't read a ton Yeah about it. Like I'll read some things. I actually like to do it I'll probably read now about the episodes that we just watched. I usually don't like to read anything until we talk about it. Right. So that none of
0: those ideas are influencing me. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, like I, I tend who to do you, read so who? Well, with some shows, I do read a lot as it's going on for whatever reason. Yeah, like like you're saying, I haven't with this until just very recently, like maybe only the last two episodes I've started going online because I at some level, I feel like our discussions are enough. Like I don't feel the need. I think we get into it pretty, pretty in depth. Um, But uh, yeah, so there is talk about who is the blood sacrifice that Logan's referring to that will probably be revealed in this well, episode. I don't know. Tom well, seems candidate. Who, yeah. Types- who's the internet Sorry, saying then? Who's the internet saying? So the internet has three main candidates, uh, Tom, Shiv, or Kendall. But Shiv doesn't know anything. Shiv doesn't know anything, and she wasn't there working there, so she's probably the least likely. But Kendall would be, yeah. I think, Kendall from a literary standpoint like almost perfect because it would be terribly heartbreaking it sets up season three for like kendall to go full on beast mode fuck Mm, everything i I think he's to get his to get his revenge i mean assuming he doesn't go to jail um and like blood sack like that sounds like i don't know does he reveal kendall's you know manslaughter and I mean, this Kendall how? then? But I don't know how you do that without also implicating yourself for covering it up. It can't, right? So maybe Tom is the the most obvious choice. Obviously Shiv, unless would be okay unless
1: with they want to give up a Jerry.
0: Yeah, um, I think
1: she's got. She knows too much, though. She, if she wants, she could spill like so much more. I'm
0: well, sure. that's that's the thing. Anyone could really
1: not Tom. Tom knows this, and that's about it.
0: I feel like, yeah, you're probably right. I is and would that be enough now? No? Yeah, he probably doesn't know much.
1: Yeah, he doesn't have anything else to offer. Like he, like I'm sure Jerry knows all types of secrets from from like 20 years ago, but Tom, he just knows the cruise line stuff.
0: Yeah, and I think, but I think, I think the phrase "blood sacrifice" was an, intentional on the writer's part because, it, meaning, it's going to be a family member. <clears throat> Then it has to be Ken,
1: though, or unless these kidnappers kill Roman. Oh, that's right. We didn't talk about that at all. Shit. <laughs> yeah, they sent, Roman, they sent Roman off on a mission right before the hearings. Go get that money. <laughs> like, let's go.
0: get go. that money.
1: <laughs> and and you know what's interesting? Like, Roman trying to be – like, he's not a dumb guy. Like, right. Like, like Danny Houston, I don't remember the guy's the character's name, but Danny Houston's like, so do I need to give you my background, my twenty minutes on this? And then he shot back with, you know, some some fact based rebuttal, and Danny Houston's like, oh, okay, I guess you got this. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but yeah. like Roman wasn't sounding like an idiot for like the first time in the whole series.
0: Yeah, he has his moments. Um, that yeah, that that feels like the you know the him flying somewhere in the middle east i'm not entirely clear where but then being held hostage by i don't know, government agents or whatever like it seemed i, get, I will i sort of critique it cuz it seems like a little too far out of left field and kind of over the top like it, really a hostage it's
1: definitely what? over the top but it was it was great um direction and acting like i was scared roman looked Terrified. He's like, "What are these guys? <laughs> yeah. These guys, they got guns. They got guns." That's my security man. Where's, where's he going? Where's he going? It's uh, like, "No, come with us." No, no, I'm not going. Where's my yeah. security guy? Where's my, like
0: he was yeah. absolutely terrified. Yeah, it's yeah. That's it. It seemed realistic. Like that's a pretty panic reaction. Um, uh, I don't. God, I don't even want to think about what I would be like in that scenario. I the heebie-jeebies um
1: yeah and then they were all just sort of i mean then they're just being held hostage in like the banquet room um there were there were some good there were some good comedy moments like there was that weird moment when he gave the 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 mary fuck kill and the guy was like jerry i've married oh, jerry and yeah, like Ew! But it's like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> like what is he doing
0: yeah he's like he, yeah that's another like note he's like you wanna fuck Jerry oh my god like what are you talking yeah. about like it's so they should have picked up on like him being a little too over the top about that right it was like the, why the reaction was like, too yeah strong. cause it's like okay yeah we get it okay little joke and then he kept going on and it's like of course they're probably like too scared to flip it back on him because he's like their boss or whatever like okay Roman you're going a little hard on this Jerry fucking thing like is this on your mind or something <laughs> There was,
1: there was some other good comedy too with like they said like all foreign nationals raise their hand and they're like, Should we raise our hand? What are we doing? Are we, are we gonna raise our hand? We're not gonna And then the guy yeah. behind them like had his hand, he was standing up and raising his hand. And they're like, Come on, man
0: Yeah. The dude is like, uh, I'm in the throes of a panic attack. He said it really calmly. Yeah.
1: Oh gosh, that was it was scary, but they had some good comedy involved. But yeah, man, that would be terrifying.
0: All right, well let's let's make our bets for who we think is gonna is gonna be the blood sacrifice. Just so it's official, it who's your choice? Are you saying Tom?
1: I'm saying Tom, but now if it has to be someone, it has to be Kendall. Yeah, because I feel like like yours yours makes sense. Blood, blood, but I don't know. Kendall is so I think that people forget how much of a wild card Kendall is, mm-hmm. um, just because of how like quiet and loyal he's been recently. But right. like, yeah, I don't know if you want to. Like, he can be incredibly unstable. So, mm-hmm. like, if they do that to him, who knows what type of reaction he would have? So, who's your pick? Uh, I'm still going with Tom.
0: Okay. Well um it i i i'm gonna be like devastated if it is kendall but it's too good of like i'm this is more of a meta guess that or meta information i'm taking in to make my choice that i think it's too perfect story-wise so i think it, i will say kendall yeah down and they, i think there's an option that maybe that it'll be left ambiguous who it is or, or they'll try to do a blood sacrifice and something will go left and and then you know it'll they'll have to re- reconsider like i don't know he said that also he said it as sort of like an idle idle conversation point he was drinking after a long and stressful day who knows if he even meant it there's that possibility
1: okay true
0: you know i don't know the show's good about throwing in swerves that Keep you off balance. I mean,
1: it really is. So maybe himself. Maybe he sacrifices himself.
0: Oh, maybe. Um. So to be to be continued. Um. Let's do. Oh, wait, a wait, bear- wait 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 yep. wait wait wait. One thing. So so what happened with Marsha?
1: Is she like out? Is she divorcing or?
0: Huh. Did, she did she just did we end leave off with her what did she do did she even show up in the in the senate hearing one i don't remember her being in episode nine i remember her being at the at the gala and her she getting was up to party, leave and then at she the said end, something she, like she
1: was like that's it she's like i'm done you broke something you can't yes, be fixed you, i think i'm
0: done right. you broke something and then i think she said you're you're boring me or was that earlier
1: something oh well then he said something about the plaque and she was like and she said something dismissive about the plaque he was going to get Yeah, like fuck your
0: plaque <laughs> I, th- I think she said fuck your plaque <laughs> um, so I don't think she was in although I, I feel like I may have seen her in that like prep room that they had before the, the te- congressional testimony
1: I, uh, maybe definitely not possible. definitely possible that she could have been there I don't know but she didn't have a, a speaking role I don't think
0: yeah, uh, I mean, there was the theory earlier in the the season that I th- maybe I said or someone said that it, she could be the leak or some she could be working behind the scenes to undercut them somehow.
1: I don't think so. And whatever happened to the biography? Is the biography just dead?
0: I guess so. Because I guess Lester was the, the source, <laughs> and he died, so. <laughs>
1: that part was so good
0: <laughs> you go back to tom testimony
1: yes <laughs> it was a uh it, it was a, it was a nickname you know sometimes you have nicknames and uh um, you, you don't say it to the person <laughs> oh man man oh. Tom, tom tom just need to take a time out he's like yo can I, get, can I get like a 20 second time out here
0: he should have been like to he should have tried that I have to go to the bathroom trick on Congress.
1: <laughs> he should have should've pulled 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 that you know that Dave Chappelle Black Bush. The
0: Black <laughs> Bush.
1: Uncle Mo table
0: Uncle
1: <laughs> Slam the table run away.
0: <laughs> Who talking about Uncle Mo? <laughs> Who talking about Mo? Are you about to watch some three Stooges? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look over there. Uh. Oh, man. Um, yeah, Tom.
1: Okay, so, so you let's, say Kendall, I say Tom. Let's see.
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, let's quick transition. Let's, let's do a very quick Joker review. Um, I mean, I feel like it's been covered so much that the, the inter- and one interesting question for me, that maybe this can be the extent of it, unless you have something else you want to talk about, but uh, do you think he killed Zazie Beetz's character and her daughter or not? what do you think What's your read on that the way he left you know he was a, he had this whole fantasy life of them going on dates together and then it's revealed when he shows up randomly in her apartment that she doesn't she barely knows him and is terrified of him and uh-huh. then he stalks and then it cuts to him stalking away from down the hallway leaving her apartment what do you think
1: I'm gonna say no.
0: mm-hmm You think they would have made it more
1: explicit? I think they would have made it more explicit and to, um, sorry. And, um, well, I guess he did kill the woman at the end. I was going to say they actually showed him killing everyone except for the doctor at the end. But then he had the red,
0: red footprints. The red footprints. so I think that's clear. That's enough evidence for me to believe that he did kill the doctor at the end. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't think
1: he killed. I don't think he killed her. And then up, up to that point, he had only like harmed people that had you know, done him wrong, that had mm-hmm. like, done something to him. And as far as we know, like the only interaction they had was in the elevator, and he liked that interaction.
0: Yeah, yeah. But this, this w- would have been. I mean, that was before he killed anybody. The interaction in the elevator. Right, and um, this
1: this one, tell me when it was. It again. It was before the TV show, right?
0: Yes, it was before the TV show. But after, but, after but the thing, it was also. You're talking about the Zay thing, yeah. It was also before his two buddies showed up at his place. So, that, so his two buddies showed up at his place as he was prepping for the TV show at home, right?
1: Yeah, I don't. The buddies don't from think so, his job because he let like the other buddy. He was like, "You were always good to me," and then he. Unlock the door.
0: Yeah, but then he's covered in blood. So he didn't go over to Zazie's apartment covered in blood. Like, he had just come in from the rain when he shows up there at Zazie's.
1: Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. I'm saying for for the purposes of, of did he kill her or not, I'm saying he didn't still. Just because mm-hmm. she, had, she had done nothing to him to, like, you know... Uh, warrant his rage or any like real mm-hmm. anger or violence in my mind but who, but who knows I don't think he did
0: yeah I mean that's the thing is there's a lot of unreliable narrator stuff going in it which I thought was pretty cool but like him being the cop car and then being rescued by his his cult his new found army or whatever yeah. like, that was all clearly just in his mind because there's a quick cut to him being at a psychiatric hospital probably Arkham right. um, and so I mean if his cult rescued him he wouldn't then be at Arkham he would be off somewhere leading it so I think that part was just all in his head yeah I'll agree. Or, or what do you what I'll you agree doing? with that one
1: I, th- I think so because right how how does that work right you can't have I guess unless the police came later and arrested him rearrested him yeah and then put him in but all- then
0: it, then it cut it's cut a lot of stuff out like i it was interesting like the way. Speaking of Arkham, like the way they very slightly integrated Batman lore into it.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Like I like that
0: it was cool, but it was so tangential to the story, like Bruce's parents getting killed by, you know, Joker cultists, um, and like are Ar- just Arkham being used at all, sort of. I mean it I mean Todd I believe Todd Phillips said this during the press run is like, I wanted to do a cool or like a dark gritty like character study movie and to, to get the funding to do it i had to throw in i had to make it a batman property which is you know as a commentary on say. movie making these days and movie you know econ- economics but you know put that aside for a minute
1: i would say that um i liked
0: what you say the, i'm trying to think
1: like i liked I like the nods to the Batman, but how it didn't go, like, full into it. It was, like, Mm -hmm. it was still, like, in Batman universe, but not really have anything to do with Batman. Just, you know, just some similar, you know, the similar names. Like, the Waynes were still there, and Arkham was still there, but that was pretty much it. Like, if there would have been – like, if freaking James Gordon would have stepped in somewhere. Oh, like, yeah. All, all right. All right. No. We don't need this. Yeah. <laughs> got the,
0: the pengu- penguin, like, f- f- dropping in, like <laughs> – have, like, Jonah Hill show up, look to the camera, like, hmm – it like shows Jonah Hill looking at a penguin at the zoo and then a joker. I don't know. Look, I'm not a screenwriter per se. Looking at a
1: penguin at the zoo. <laughs>
0: oh, God. And then you see a light bulb, like literally a CGI light bulb over his head. <laughs> <laughs> you, show, you show like fucking Kieran Culkin, like looking at a word search, wearing a green shirt, like again, CGI light bulb. <laughs> Boom. Riddler. Done. <laughs> uh, it was, Kieran Culkin is a Riddler. I don't know. I just came up with that. I kind of like
1: that. I like it too. thought you have been thinking about that. That was good. That was a good one.
0: Yeah.
1: I can use that. Send that. Send that to uh, Todd.
0: I'm going to send some. that to Mr. Warner send it to <laughs> and <Nolan>. his brother. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, I I am I'm inclined to agree with you that he didn't show or they didn't you think, uh, He didn't kill Daisy. Do you
1: think Joaquin gets a uh,
0: nomination for this? Nomination definitely, win. I think we'll have to wait and see like the other Oscar bait movies, but I'd say he's he's the front runner. No doubt. As, as for, in certain terms of like all the movies that have come out already this year, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's got it. I don't even know.
1: I yeah, I didn't hear much about Brad Pitt in that other movie, the ad Astra. Yo, that that it looked so talk boring.
0: About grand opening, grand closing, man.
1: It's gone already.
0: Ad Astra, yeah, From, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> that movie. It does. It did look boring. I read. I of course read the plot summary. It that was boring. There's it, nothing in. Ugh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Okay, well, let's wrap up. Uh,
1: <laughs> you just became um, so frustrated about a movie that you hadn't even seen. <laughs> I want to talk about it.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know why. Why does this even exist? Oh, you know what? Maybe Leo from Once Upon a Time. I don't know. I guess that would be some competition. Oh, okay. Maybe I. I jo- Joaquin definitely gets it over that over Leo in that case. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. Um but yeah, why don't we wrap up because we gotta do the other stuff. Um so eat something green, Yeah. water. Don't, don't pet random greyhound <laughs> dogs or I guess any off the leash dog. Not allowed. Yeah. I'm getting this kitchen. I wish there was fact. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And all you know what, if you're gonna walk your dog around New York, put it on a leash.
1: Yeah.
0: That's your good buddy. Come on. Do it. Take care of him. <laughs> All right, this rule is 83. Boom. Boom.